read God's Word. Luke chapter 4, beginning with verse 16. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. As his custom was, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. And he stood up to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, or as we say today, Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives. I want to talk to you today about deliverance for the captives. But he goes on to say, and receiving of sight to those that are blind. And I believe he's talking about those that are spiritually blind. And to set at liberty, or set free, them that are bruised. Or that word bruised can also be interpreted crushed or oppressed. He wants to set those free. And to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. In other words, God's favor's here. His blessings is yeah. here. And then I want to read John 10, 10. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But this is Jesus talking. He says, I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Father, bless your word today. May it come alive, Lord. And God, may you set the captive totally and completely free today in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Preach deliverance to the captive. The devil, he wants to kill us. He wants to take us out. But God wants to bless our lives totally and completely. Amen. To give you a little bit better understanding, our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Jesus lives within us. The Spirit of God, when we ask Jesus to forgive us of our sins and come into our heart, come into our life, actually what happens is His Spirit comes and dwells within our spirit. We're made up of body, soul, and spirit. Yes, Lord. So Jesus lives inside of us. Amen. He lives inside of this body. And our heart is not the heart pumping with blood, but it's our inner man, our spiritual man. The spiritual side of us, he comes and he takes up residence there. If you was going to look at it, you could look at it like it's your house. He lives within your house. Amen. And he comes in because you give him authority to come in. If somebody's knocking on your door and said, let me in, and you don't know who they are, you say, I ain't going to let you in. I don't know who you are, what you want. I'm not going to let this anybody into my house. Amen. And they say, well, if you don't let me in, I'm going to call the police. We're going to say, well, go ahead and call them. Because why? They have no legal right to your house. That's your house. You understand what I'm saying? Well, our body. 
up the door and say, come in, Jesus. That's right. I want you to live within me. That's right. I want you to have authority in yes, my Yes, thank you, Lord. But that house has many rooms. Yes. Does anybody know what I'm talking about when we say I got a junk room? Yes. I got a room that I don't want everybody to see. <laughs> they can come in and sit in the front room where I got it all cleaned up for company, but I got some rooms that I don't want nobody else to see. And in our lives sometimes, that's what happens. We ask Jesus to come in and he's, Lord, you just limited to this living room here. But don't, don't mess around in this back room. I got stuff back there that I don't want you to see. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I'm, yeah, I'm handling a little bit now. Our secret sins, things that we're wrestling with that we don't want nobody to know about, see? But in order to get total victory in our lives, see, to set the captive free, get the deal with that room that you don't want nobody to see. Don't mean that you're not a Christian. It don't mean that Jesus isn't already living in a house. But when Jesus comes into our life, how many knows that Jesus didn't just come to stay in the living room, but he came to clean the house. That's right. That's right. I wanted to be able to explain deliverance in a way that we could understand, see. And just as that person that's knocking on the outside of the door can't come in unless we give them permission, Amen. the devil can't come in unless we give him permission. He has no legal right that's to right. be there. That's right. So if he doesn't have any legal right to be there, it's our house. We have authority over him. We can tell him to get out. We got that right. It's our house. Right? Somebody comes in your house, stays over, that ain't right. They don't have no right to be there. You could call the law and tell them, take them, get them out, pressing charges. They don't need to be here. They have no right to be here. They have no legal right to be in my house. That's breaking in it. Your house. You're gone when somebody breaks in. Police catch them. They'll lock them up. Right? They have no legal right to be there. Right. The devil has no legal right in our life. Amen. But too many times we give him permission. Right. We give him legal right. Yes. And that's where strongholds begin to take place. Yes. Amen. And problems begin to arise. Look at John chapter 8 and verse 31. Then said Jesus to the Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my <coughs> disciples indeed. So you got to continue. It's just not for a little while. Says they that endure until the end shall be saved. Got to continue walking with God. Got to continue keeping your house clean. And you shall know the truth, and the truth 
Jesus, we can get free. When we realize who Jesus is and that he lives inside of us, we can get free. Now look over to John chapter 1 and verse 12. But as many as received him, talking about Jesus, to them gave. He gave. You didn't have to earn it. You didn't buy it. You didn't purchase it. But as many as received him, Jesus, to him, or to them, gave he power to become the sons of God. Amen. Even to them that believe. On his name. Yeah. See, Jesus gives us power or authority. Yeah. If somebody gave you the keys and says, I want you to watch over my house, I give you the authority. Amen. Here's the keys. Yeah. You can come in anytime you want, take care of it. I give you that authority. You say, All right. I can take I can enjoy this house. Right yeah. now. <laughs> Jesus gave us authority <coughs> over our house. Amen. He gave us authority over the power of the enemy. Amen. See, and that's that's how we can become the sons and the daughters of God. Yeah. We're born again. We're born into the kingdom of God. There's a spiritual birth that takes place. Amen. We ask Jesus to come on our heart, come into our heart, understand what that means. Spirit of God comes in, He takes up residence, we give Him that authority, and then in return, He gives us His authority. Amen. You can become a son and daughter of God now. Amen. 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 Just think of that inheritance we're going to get. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Daughters of God. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. He gives us authority. He gives us power. Now look over in Revelations chapter 12 and verse 10. I'm giving you a foundation. Study these scriptures this week. Let it get in your spirit. Amen. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength, the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren, is cast down, which accuses them before our God day and night. The accuser of the brother, that's the devil. He says, God, did you see what they done? God says, yeah, I see it. God sees everything. God knows everything. The devil wants to point out our failures. He wants to point out our sin. But it says in verse 11, they overcome him. Yes. Who are they talking about him? The devil. Mm -hmm. The accuser of the brother. How do you overcome him? Not by arguing about it. Not by trying to justify your sin. But they overcame him by the blood of the yes, Lamb. Yes, thank you, Lord. Yeah, sin. But Jesus paid the price for my sin. Amen. He's forgiven me. Yes, thank I've you, been Lord. I've thank been you, Jesus. By the blood of the Lamb. Amen. And by the word of their testimony. testimony. <coughs> Jesus is my Lord, see? Yeah. That's the word of my testimony. Yeah. Jesus is Lord of my life. Yeah. 
He's forgiven me of all my sin. He's come into my life. He's my Lord. He's my Savior. I've been washed by the blood of the Lamb. See, that's where our victory comes from. It's not because I did good all this week. Amen. I went to church this week. I put money in the offering this week. That ain't what makes us righteous or a good person. It's the blood of Jesus. See? That's why I'm righteous. It's because of the blood of the Lamb. Amen. Know why you stand righteous before God. Devil, you can talk all you want, but God is going to give you the victory. Sir. The victory comes from the Lord. For overcomers. Well, he might be an overcomer or she might be an overcomer, but I don't know if I'm an overcomer. I'm still struggling. I'm still having problems. Remember what it says, if you continue in his word, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Amen. I'd like to tell everybody that everything's instant, but most of the time it takes us time, and we have to go through a process to get our complete and total deliverance. But it starts by recognizing who we are in Christ. Now look at this scripture here in Luke chapter 10 in verse 18. He said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And behold, I give unto you power. Notice he said, I give. You don't have to earn it. As a child of God, as sons and daughters of God, he gives us power or authority. To tread on serpents and scorpions. And it's not talking about little bugs and snakes. But it's talking about the powers of darkness. Demons, principalities, powers. And over all, say all. all. The power of the enemy. Not just the little devils, but all the devils. Amen. Satan himself, we have power through the name of Jesus over him. Amen. Yes, and he Lord. can't hurt us. We don't have to live in fear. And it says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. We have total power and authority over the devil. Then I want to close with this scripture here. Then I'll talk just a few more minutes. For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body, in your spirits, which, which are God's. God's yes. Your body belongs to God. Amen. Your spirit belongs to God. Amen. So the devil has no legal right to come into your body. Amen. He has no right to come into your spirit. He has no right to oppress you or put depression on you. Yes, amen. Amen. You, fear on you. Amen. He has no legal right. Amen. Now, fear is knocking at your door and saying, let me in. And you open the door, you're giving the devil legal right to come in. 
And the scripture says, give no place to the devil. To the devil. Now, this is why you got to understand what it means, legal rights. If you open up your door and tell somebody that they can come in, then you can't call up the police and tell them they're trespassing right. when you invited them in. Right. But if you tell them they can't come in and they try to break in, they have no legal right. Amen. So we have to ask ourselves, have we let the devil come in to certain parts of our life, yes. certain parts of our heart, is it in the back room that nobody knows about, but we let him in? Well, even if we have let him in, there's still an answer for that to find your deliverance. I'll give an example. And I'll probably be talking to mostly men this morning on this one. But if a man gets on the internet or has a magazine and he's looking at pornography, He's opened up the door for the devil to come in Amen. and a spirit of lust to come in <coughs> to his house. Right. And nobody may know about it. It may be back in the back room. Well, that spirit, you gave him legal right to be there. Right. But you know, if you want to get deliverance, you repent, ask God to forgive you, and say, devil, no, get out. I'm not going to have any part of that anymore. Yeah. I've repented. And I'm going to close the door to that. Amen. I'm not going to allow him back in. See, we have to guard our heart yeah. against the enemy. Yes, amen. Because he'll get a foothold. Or as we sing about this morning, a stronghold. The name of Jesus breaks every chain. Thank you, every Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Life. Yes, Lord. You see, that's how he comes in, is we give him permission. If we don't give him permission, he can't come in. And even if he's in, we can kick him out and close the door. Yes, thank you, Lord. Come in again. So you don't give place to the devil. So, we need repentance. We don't say, God, I'm sorry, and keep doing it. But we close the door to the devil. It'd be the same thing if, you, if you're if you a jealous person. Back there in that room, there's a spirit of jealousy that you've allowed to come in. And every time that the devil comes with a thought of jealousy, look at that person. They're so blessed. And I wish I was blessed like that. And I, I'm jealous. See, we... We can either entertain that jealousy and let it stay there, or we can close the door and say, no, I'm glad that they're blessed. Yes. So I ain't going to let no jealousy come in. Amen. I'm not going to let no bitterness come in. I'm not going to let no envy come in. See, if we let it come in, we gave legal access to that spirit to come into our life. And that's how it all begins. It comes with a little thought. See, that's how the devil comes against us. He comes with a little thought. He throws his fiery dart at us. Yeah. And he tries to get a, a foothold, see. Mm -hmm. That's why what I was talking about last Sunday about checking our heart out, making sure our heart was right, that our heart was clean before God, searching our heart. And if there's any wicked way in me, Lord, show me, and he'll show you. 
Then you got to deal with it. Yeah. Then you got to keep the devil out. Amen. Don't let him stay there. Don't open up doors for him. A lot of times we just keep opening up the doors and let the devil come in. And then we wonder why we have all the problems that we have. Amen. He's trying to get a foothold. But we can cast down imaginations and everything that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Amen. Don't let the devil come in with fear. What happens if I lose my child? I don't know what I'm going to do. I lose my house. I lose my car. I lose everything. And then we start thinking about that. And we start entertaining that. And pretty soon, we got a little spirit of fear that we're hiding back there in this room. See, it ain't always something evil. Sometimes it can just be doubt, fear, worry, and that can torment you, see? Don't hide it back there. Take it to God and say, God, I believe in you. I'm going to stand on your word. I'm not going to let fear, I'm not going to let worry, I'm not going to let anxiety come against me. It has no place, see? I'm not going to open up the door and let it in. See, we, a lot of problems that we have, and I'm talking about all of us, we allow That's true. to come in. That's right. But God wants us to be totally, completely free. Amen. We have the authority. You can pray about it. Somebody's in your house, you can say, God, take them out, God. Unless we give him permission. 
What we speak, yes, we give permission to. That's right. Well, you know, I'm always going to be poor. I'm never going to get a good job, Frank. I'm always going to be that way. God's never going to bless me. My family's never going to be blessed. We've always had problems. We've always struggled. We always will. See, I'm giving the devil permission mm -hmm. to keep me that way. That's right. When I say stuff like that, you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Instead of, God says he's going to bless me if I put him first. If I seek first the kingdom of God, he said all these things will be added unto me. He wants to bless me. Not because I'm special. All God's children he wants to bless. But are you going to receive his blessings? And it's just not finances I'm talking That's about. That's right. That's right. I want to be happy. I want to have yes, Lord. yes. Thank Lord you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm blessed because I have friends. I have people that love me and I love them. See, count your blessings. Look at what God has done for you. Amen. And what we speak a lot of times, we're giving the devil permission. If you're going to believe God for your healing, then don't say, well, I'm always this way. Amen. Start saying, I'm believing God. Yes, Lord. That he's going to touch me and heal me. Amen. I'm believing God that he's going to turn it around for me. Well, the doctor says, you always do this way. See, am I going to believe that or am I going to believe I'm believing God for a miracle. Amen. I'm believing God. But God, see, He can turn anything around. Amen. I'm believing God for my healing. I'm going to keep praying. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. His glory. See, we, we accept things sometimes. You say, well, that's the way it is. It is, but God. I was a sinner bound in sin, but I didn't stay that way, did I? God turned my life around. See, he changed me. He saved me. Speak faith in all areas of your life. Fill up that room with good things. Start speaking I'm blessed and highly favored. God's hands on my life. He's got great plans for me. He's going to do great things in my life. So I give him authority to move in, in my situation. God, if you want me to have a job or a better job, if you want me to be promoted, if you want God, your will be done, but I know you got good things for me. Good things. Don't speak doubt, unbelief. So that's what happened with the children of Israel, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, all we got out here is this manna. Don't have no meat. Out here in the desert wandering around. I guess we always be this way. It's better off when we was living for the devil back in Egypt. It was better off when we were slaves. They forgot mm -hmm. all the work, all the toil that they had. 
gave them. Mm-hmm. Then they begin to murmur and complain. They believed God and had faith in God. And he said, well, there's giants here, but God, the God's help were well able. Yes, thank you, Lord, yes. They didn't deny that there was giants there. Joshua and Caleb, they stood on the word of God. They sent all the miracles that God did in Egypt. They said, God's with us. We're well able to take these giants. God's with us. We can do it. And that's what we need to say. Our confidence isn't in us. Mm-hmm. If God's with us, yes. and God chooses to bless me, if God will provide, if God will heal me, yes. if God will turn it around. Mm-hmm. See, God, I believe in you to do great things for me. When we pray the Lord's Prayer and we say, Thy will be done. Yes, Amen. Lord. On earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Do we want to? Believe God for good things or bad things. My God shall supply all my needs. That's one scripture. Get that in your spirit. My God shall supply all. All means what? All my needs. We stand on that one scripture. My God shall supply all my needs. What do you need him today? Well, God says he'll supply it. I'm going to keep praying, keep believing till all my needs are supplied. But it's his will that you be free. Yes. You shall know the truth and the truth shall what? Set you free. Is it God's will that we all be free today? Yes, amen. Free of everything? Free of every hindrance? Mm. Free of fear and anxiety, depression, addiction, whatever. Fill in the blank. Whatever's in your room that needs to be cleaned out, put that in there, clean it out. Get rid of it, take authority over it. Don't give no place to the devil. Amen. Whom the sun sets free will be free indeed. Amen. You have to sing that song sometimes. When the sun sets free, it's free indeed. (laughs) Amen. Stand with me this morning.